0: all right folks welcome back to another edition of the red and white podcast i'm your host evan here with my always co-host dustin and this is the beating a dead horse edition of the podcast let's say you dustin
1: i'm kind of tired talking about it and i'm surprised people would even care about still listening to it honestly but i mean so are the times
0: I think it's a polarizing topic at the moment because we don't know what's going to happen. But if you look at some of the numbers, and I'm sure everybody listening has probably heard these already, so, but I'll repeat them. 3-13, which happens to be the worst four-year ACC stretch in the history of Carter Finley, <laughs> considering it's the 50th anniversary of Carter Finley. And one in thirteen versus non-Wake Forest teams in that stretch, at home.
1: Now oh, is that three? Does that include Notre Dame or?
0: No, no,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> I mean, I don't want to say, man. I, <laughs> it, there's there's nothing, nothing we haven't said for about uh, at least a month now. So,
0: which is crazy. I mean. the, the... I just don't think that's acceptable, right? And there's a lot of I don't know, there's a lot of people out there that are not sure about what you know what's the next step. And I don't think there's a definitive answer. But those results are awful. Yeah. I mean, it's just bad and it the the prevailing thought that really bugs me and I've heard it numerous times in numerous forms. It's basically, hey, we are this program. We are, you know, you're 500. You, you, you know, nobody wants to come in here and compete with Louisville, Clemson and Florida State. Like I've heard that numerous times. I think that's just stupid. And I hate the defeatist attitude of everybody who thinks along those lines. It just bugs the crap out of me, man. I, I woke up this morning pissed when I saw – I saw something. I don't know what it was. And I texted you and I was like, man, I'm pissed. This is annoying. <laughs> like it's just that whole mentality of we'll never be good. Like that's bullshit. Nobody had that thought when we were talking about basketball and who's going to be the next basketball coach, right? It's the same It's the same thing. There's an opportunity here, I, I think, and, you know, it's just our opinion – we had you know, Scott Roussel, football scoop, nationally respected writer on here. He said the same thing. He said, it's a, it's a program with all the tools. It's got everything you need to win. There's no reason you can't win here. So it's not just us saying that. But I don't know if it's a state fan in people or if it's just the stupidity in people. That they're just accepting, oh, you're 500. Or you know, you're not going to be able to get a better coach than, than what you have now. Okay, maybe, but I'm willing to take the risk at this point. Because if you're going to play for, and if you're going to strive to be mediocre, I don't want no part of that. I'll find another team and pull for. If that's okay for you, then I I mean, give me my LTR money back. I I don't want to do any part of that. It's just not, I don't think that's acceptable. And the Everybody's saying it's a crapshoot. You know, if you fire Doran, it's a crapshoot who you're going to get. Okay, but if you keep Doran, it's a crapshoot. What's going to happen next year? I, I don't know. I mean, he could win six, six games again. And I don't think that's – that's not what I want to deal with anymore. I don't think that's okay.
1: I guess if it was, you know, just this year, that it kind of gone like this, it would be one thing. But you know, you hear that like you just said, well, you're we're a five hundred team, that's what we are historically. Yeah, we are under Dave Doran, for sure. So I mean we might be historically, but I just don't see the the draw and not wanting to be a little bit better, like you said. You know? I mean yeah. me eight wins a year. That's- consistently Yes. There again, I mean, we kind of had that before we hired Doran, and people weren't pleased. So, there's a lot of... I'm, I'm torn as to how this is okay, but the whole TOB regime wasn't. And I understand the points, but we put more wins on the board. Yeah. We had... Some upsets, you know, you could count on, you know, one a year probably, and that was standard, which is which is what we've been harping about wanting now. Yes. So if that wasn't okay, why is why is worse than that okay now? I I, and I I don't get it. I understand. I, I you know the year five argument at this point, you know. I can see it both ways, but I feel like we're in a worse spot at this time in this tenure than we were in the last tenure. But for some reason, it's okay now, and it wasn't then. And to a lot of people, it's not. But there's a lot more. Oh, we got to wait it out. We got to tough it out. I don't get it. I don't like it. I'm I'm over it. I'm kind of over state football because of what it is apparently supposed to be and that's that's not good enough for me
0: no it's not and i'm gonna pick on backbride again rob mclam was tweeting this afternoon just asking the general consensus if you know if you were a coach would you take this job given the circumstances the competition i mean the money speaks it's not about the competition right if you're a football coach you have the ego and you want to compete and you want to get paid and we can do all of those things and if somebody says one more damn time that oh they don't want to compete with fsu and clemson or louisville freaking wake forest won an acc title yeah and I, I know the cards aligned right for them. The cards aligned right this year for anybody because none of those teams were not beatable. So college football is cyclical. Everybody has their ups and downs. And we're not asking to win 10 games and go to a BCS game every year. You know, that's not reasonable. But you got to start with having a standard of, hey, you got to win eight games you got to win eight games on a normal schedule. Dave Dorn's won eight games with a shit-ass schedule.
1: Yeah. It's not unreasonable to expect uh, winning the division, say, once every ten years. Like, you could tell yes. any other school in the country that, and they would agree with you. But for some reason, that's unacceptable for us to feel that way.
0: I, I, don't, I don't understand that. Yeah,
1: I don't give a damn who's in the division. I mean s e c west should should those other schools just leave or just quit spending money on football right I mean it's a good thing Dan melon or Dan Mullen doesn't feel that way or, uh, like i Mississippi state had a great year last year well, I don't even know why they wasted their time,
0: yeah, yeah it, they're mind. making it like, sound like it's the s e c west that's exactly the example I use I like it, does, it just doesn't make sense to me like. Why are you afraid of being good or being okay? In my everyday life, if I was mediocre at everything, I'd be pissed, right? I hate sucking at something. I want to go out there and practice as much as I can until I'm better at it. I don't want to be a mediocre husband. I don't want to be a mediocre dad. That's not okay. And It's a really weird analogy, but it's the same thing. Like, You have to hold yourself to a higher standard to some degree. And... I just can't I just can't take that that the defeatist mentality. I mean, again, everybody in college football has their ups and downs, right? Oregon's at the top of the pile for a long time. But they came from nowhere. And now they're down a little bit again. And then Colorado won two games, been picked last in the Pac twelve again, is actually leading the Pac twelve. And they've only lost two games this year. I mean, it's that's funny. getting it done.
1: It's funny when they joined the Pac-12, I laughed. It's like, haha, they never have a chance of winning anything. Yeah, but lo and behold, I mean, I don't know. I, like I say, I can. I, I'm not even upset or completely disagree with the the one more year thing, but that's different than just accepting that this is the way it should be and we should just deal with it. Right. Like, okay, you want to give him one more year, give him that year five. Okay. But there needs to be some expectation there. And I feel like if we're in the same spot next year, well, we're a 500 school. That's just what we're supposed to be. No. Yeah.
0: Oh, Debbie's only got one more year. She's not going to want to fire him. Right. I mean,
1: yeah, that's what you're going
0: to hear after next year. It's again, bullshit.
1: Yeah, and I don't I don't expect him to go anywhere this year. The the year five thing, I mean, that's the time, I guess, but like you said, then you're in the shitty A D situation, so I don't know how that plays out. I just I don't know. Good and thing so we the don't other make the decisions or man, it'd be the wild west, so
0: <laughs> I, you know, and I don't think we're being unrational, right? We supported him since day one of this podcast right until maybe four weeks ago when it's apparent when you you're just not getting any better and you're not changing anything you might have elevated talent but you're getting worse results so what the hell does that matter yeah and I just it's just not okay and I lost my train of thought but it's it's annoying and it's just a vicious cycle Like we looked awful against Miami. They're not that good. They're beatable.
1: So many just the the stupid drop passes and penalties. I I know everybody thinks they've they've got a bias and we get some bad calls, but there's no reason to help them out in making those calls either. Clipping, you know. Touchdown comes back. Was it was it not? Well, doesn't matter. It got called. Little things, things that are coachable for any other team aren't, it's just not taking here. And I don't, I don't know where else to put that blame, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, coaching, you coach the little things, right? I don't remember who said it. One of our coaches might have been Tom O'Brien. It might have been somebody else. I think else.
1: that was Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> saw it on he Facebook.
0: You yeah. coach the little things and we're dead last. We were dead last at one point in penalties that's coaching Mm -hmm. that's discipline and I just don't you know maybe he's learning on the job I I mean I think that's pretty apparent and if you give him 10 years you know maybe he'll get us to the eight win program every year but there's gonna be no way in the stands next year so people are worried about a 2.7 million dollar buyout we have alumni that would pay that yeah They have to, I'm sure they want some input, which, hell, after this point, I would want some input for $10. Right? It's just, if you, he's already lost the fans, and especially the students. It's again another week where the students didn't show up. And I forgot which one of them tweeted at us and and said, hey, look, the students just, they don't care anymore right now, right? It's not fun. We're going to lose. Why are we going to waste our time to show up? It's like, I get it. You know, it sucks, but I get it. I couldn't give tickets
1: away Saturday.
0: No, we couldn't. And it's going to be worse next year. If they don't do something, no matter what happens, the only way he's going to salvage that is that he's got a chance, being that the first game is versus South Carolina name brand, not at home, right? It's in Charlotte. So if he wins that game, you might have some redemption, and people will show up. If he loses that game, nobody's gonna show up. And I would would bet that season tickets would struggle. And oh, that's really abnormal change. for us. I mean, yeah.
1: there's gonna be an issue. Yeah, and I man, what, how? What what ticket loss or ticket loss uh, is equivalent with a two point seven million buyout? You know,
0: that's like, a good question. I'm not I imagine sure.
1: it, it could be pretty close. If if we go out Friday and just get smacked, which I fully expect, yeah, like uh, it's gonna be a lot of tickets not sold. It might not be you know over two million worth, but. It's
0: going to be... Seven thousand tickets is two point seven million.
1: I could see that. I mean that that's. Well, how many did they <sighs> sell this year? Like, max. Forty
0: thousand something like that. Thirty six thousand.
1: Yeah. This is the biggest year in whatever in a long time. Yeah, or... I think it was ever ever it's yeah. gone up. I could definitely see dropping that number, especially with no Notre Dame. Yeah. I don't know, man. That That's a, that's a lot of revenue lost. Absolutely. Because then you pile on parking concessions. I mean, that shit yep. adds up. And buy out my... I mean, it could be an investment. So... Uh, <laughs> I, I do... I, go ahead.
0: No, I was just, I, was just saying, I agree with you. I don't... Go ahead.
1: I was just... I, I want to play... The devil's advocate role a tad. I was watching uh, the Steve Logan show on the WREL, and he was started talking about this, and I tried to jot this down. It's a little long, so bear with me. Uh, he said, "This has been the most frustrating football team in the world to watch week in and week out. They've been competitive each week, with the exception of Louisville, could have won a bunch of them. They're sitting at 500, which is kind of how they've played." I would caution it's the easiest thing to do in firing a coach. That's a brainless thing to do a lot of times. It's an emotional reaction. State has three seniors on offense, two on defense. It's a good football team. There's a lot of fabric to it, and they're doing a good job of coaching. Now, I'm with him until that last sentence there. And then he went on to say that, for example, he had a 6-5 and team that had a season just like this in every game. Administration kind of freaked out and came down on him, and he said, "You know, it's a young team. Let me have one more year." That same group of kids went nine and three the next year, and he said, "You know, winning and losing, is kind of like uh, it's like walking on thin ice with the maturity level, and that they're young, which is to me an excuse." Uh, and then the other thing he mentioned is that he sees Finley taking a step back and you know pressing and trying too hard but their record and the way they've lost games probably has a lot to do with that so that was a lot of stuff there but the first i i get it i mean they're really close to having a totally different record which we've talked about so does that merit him the extra year i mean it could but we've we're coming up on the short end and there's the, he talked about the thin line of winning and losing. Well, if you're on the, the wrong side of that a lot, you drown if you're walking on the ice. So,
0: And I, I'm, it's it's the right way. I mean, it's the right way to understand. It's the right way to look at it. Because the I guess the problem I have with it is that we are on the losing side of it, right? We have been consistently on the losing side of it. There's no argument that, the team is better in that if a couple things go our way, it's a different season, but they aren't. Right. And there's a consistent pattern to it, which is what concerns me. Yeah.
1: This is this, the norm now. Yes. And how, how long do you let it be the norm? And you could say that it was the norm before and that he's trying to change that, but the damn, how long does it take to change it?
0: And this is, his, these are all his players. Yeah. And we've heard the young excuse before. We've used it to defend him before. But they're juniors now, and they're not, they're not young. And Finley's 23 or four or something like that. He's not young. Right. And he's been awful lately. If you look, Joe Gillio mapped out his uh, – or charted out his, his percentages. And he's like eight red zone interceptions or something like that. I mean just the numbers were awful. And nothing has changed. Yeah. We're not seeing any. We're not seeing any tempo. We talk about the tempo in the offense before the year. We're not seeing any of that. I don't know. Like I mean, again, we're talking in circles and beating it to death. I don't know what the right idea is. If you give them your fifth year, I get it. You know, that's the fifth year. But if you also give them the fifth year, and then you're expecting something more than winning six games. I can't help you there. Yeah. Because he hasn't proven anything that to do that. Right? The schedule's not easy next year. It's not going to get any better. How bad is Jalen McClendon if he if Finley keeps beating him out and he's playing like donkey shit? Yeah.
1: I mean, like I said, if you want to do the fifth year, fine. But, whoo, it's going to be tough to buy those tickets and – there needs to be a strict expectation on what the season better bring, you know? I, yes. I don't know what else to say about it.
0: I, I think that's it. I mean, it, it's, it's, we don't know what's going to happen. I don't think anybody does. There, you can, a lot of speculation. And I, I guess I can understand it either way, but at this point I'm ready to cut bait and find something else, and try something else, right? Somebody said it's a crapshoot if you let him go. Well, it's a crapshoot if you keep him around. And I don't see the benefit to... I, again, if you risk... if you're The risk of keeping him around versus the risk of firing him into the unknown, give me the unknown with a higher ceiling.
1: Yeah. Plus, coaching searches are exciting, and our, our football isn't right now. Yeah, so, you know, they will give us something we can start look, watching for planes and all that. But
0: uh... well, Charlie Strong, uh, well, got fired. Is getting fired. So, something about him getting fired at Texas. I don't know what what the status is. They will probably let him play the TCU game before they announce it. But I think it's been leaked out already. And somebody is somebody somewhere, Twitter or some message board or something, said. 29 in a mid-major conference, 12 and 14 in the weakest Power Five conference. Sorry, don't see the upside there. How, and I how heard many this. Games
1: did you say you won in that that conference?
0: Yeah, 20 and nine, and then 12 and 14. That's better than us. Yeah,
1: yeah, it is.
0: That is better than us.
1: And it's Texas is a hard job, man. We we were talking about that text messaging. Yeah. Like Texas isn't what Texas used to be. No. A and M runs that state now. Yep. They get I mean, if they're going head to head with Texas, they're more than likely gonna get that player. They have the, money. the SEC. Yeah, the conference prestige. There's nothing exciting about playing in the Big Twelve. It's garbage. I mean they go for what, the Oklahoma game. That's all they got. Yeah. So this is not the we can get anybody we want Texas that we grew up on. This is this is different. And he was just a bad fit there. Yeah. Conference, everything. He he doesn't play Big Twelve football. You know, he plays I don't know, it's kinda like what Texas football used to be, but that can't be the case now. Yeah. And I mean that that there again, that could be an issue here too, I won't lie. But
0: He's not I, without his concerns. Les Miles is not without his concerns. Les Miles Art- is the truth. Are they greater concerns than I have for Dave Doran right now? No, because yeah. both those guys have won at some level.
1: Yeah. Well, so did Dave.
0: Oh, he. W- All right. So let me get into this. <laughs> right. All right. We're we're gonna we're gonna go here because we were talking about this. I don't remember what we were talking about it, and, and a lot of people were just the reaction is I don't want another Mac coach, and this is mostly in conjunction with PJ Fleck. Now. I've been on the fence before about it, but I'm not gonna write off a coach because he's in the MAC. Right? There's been a lot of good coaches that have come out of the MAC, and the most recent example I used was Dave Clawson at Wake Forest, and people were flipped their lid about it. Oh, Dave Clawson, Wake Forest sucks. He can't even beat NC State, or look at him versus Clemson, Louisville, and Florida State. He sucks. Like that was what somebody said to me. It's like, if you expect Wake Forest to beat any of those schools in their second year, then you will never be satisfied. And that's the, not the person I want yeah. making decisions for us. Yeah. You, ha- you, you have to look at the improvement. And you have to watch them play. They are a much better coach team than we are right now. They just don't have the talent. I'm not kidding. I mean, they just don't have it. They're competitive in their games. And they're just missing the talent. And... There's a reason Dave Clawson's name was mentioned with Notre Dame, assuming they fire Brian Kelly. It's because he's making moves. He's doing things. He's building the program. And they're getting better. And it's hard for us to see that improvement. And that's the problem. So that's why I'd love to talk to Steve Logan or any anybody with a trained eye. It's like, do you see the improvement? Like, tell, like, show me where this is. Right. Because I'm watching and I'm seeing the same shit I saw in year one. In year two, in year three, and you know, and we've talked about it before. The you know, if you look at the offense, he fires offensive coordinator Matt Canada is now running the a top ten offense at Pitt, while we are struggling to move the ball in a lot of cases.
1: Yeah, I want to go ahead and say I was right there. I still get a lot of flack for it, but proof's there.
0: <laughs> the The common denominator <laughs> has to be Coach or Yeah, I mean, it has to be. I don't, I don't know Drinkwitz, but I'm going to guess that there's something that's keeping him from doing what he needs. He wants to do, and we're just not not a good, co- well coached team. And so, looking at. Go
1: ahead. Uh, even uh, Mark Richt talked about after the game about how how good this team is and all this other stuff. And I, I feel I don't know everyone on the outside says it, and we don't. So are we wrong? You know, are we right because we see it week in and week out? Are we or or are we too close? It's very
0: well that we could be too close and just you yeah. know nitpicking at some things. I, I'm completely aware of that. But at the same time, what is Marguerite going to say? That team, man, yeah, they're garbage, right? He's not going to say that. No,
1: but I, he went out of his way to talk about how good they were, and he's not done that. He doesn't do that every week. Yeah. He said it before the game, and then he said it after, too. And I don't know understand. Maybe they're,
0: maybe they're bros, and he knows maybe. he needs some help. Maybe. I always wonder what they say at midfield. Hey, man, give me some give me some good words, man. My ass is on a hot seat. <laughs> like... <laughs> I wouldn't put it past anybody. I would do the same thing if I'm scrambling for my job. Yeah. But if you go we'll go back, we were talking about at the tailgate. We're talking about Dave Dorn at NIU and the MAC and why people are scared of MAC coaches. And sure, Dave Doran was had success at NIU. But it's been noted everywhere that it was Jerry Kill's program. And that he didn't build anything. He just maintained it. Right, there's a complete difference. There's a very stark difference in that versus PJ Fleck, who's started at Western and they weren't very good. They were won three games and one game, and then, but they slowly got better. Now they hadn't lost this year, and they're beating the mess out of their competition. They want Bama. There's a, there's, yeah, there's a complete. <laughs> they want Bama. There's a complete difference in the two coaching paths. So you got to look a little bit deeper than I don't want a Matt coach. Uh, give me more reasons than that. That's not, that's not substantial enough, and it just makes you sound like a crazy person. It doesn't hold weight in any <coughs> argument.
1: I don't want a Matt coach because I want somebody that's proven themselves already. Well, that's fine. That's taking chances, and. I would rather look at something with history there, someone that's won at, I mean, I don't expect to get like a, a tier one coach, but someone who's won at a P5 school that we can go out and, you know what? If we want to play big boy football, we have to spend big boy money. Quit trying to find the next diamond in the rough. Go out, spend the money, get a coach that deserves it. I'm sick of hearing that, oh, well, we can't pay him that. Well, then we just need to accept this as the way it's going to be. It it
0: can't be. That can't be the reason. I've heard it, and I know what you're saying, but I just don't believe that we don't have the money to pay a coach. I don't believe it. I don't either. So, So why don't we? I don't know. Exactly. I think Debbie thought she found a d- diamond in the rough as yeah. her guy, her, you know, everybody knows the connection between her AD, her agent and Dave Doran's agent. So,
1: well, I mean, yeah. I had heard about him cause I watched ESPN two that year. You know, <laughs> right? yeah. I don't mean that to, to sound as bad as it did, but everybody's like, Oh, this Dave Doran, He might be the real deal. Okay. And I, and I was, you know, the way it happened, on the plane there immediately after that game. Got him locked down. The way it was handled was great. Doesn't mean it was the right move. Yes. Take that, you know... Take that plan and put it to use somewhere where you know you're going to get wins.
0: So so here's a question for you. And I was going to write about this on the blog. But I'm a terrible writer and I just hadn't gotten around to it. Um, in my mind, there's four types of of potential coaches, right? So you have the young up and come up and coming head coach, right? PJ Fleck or uh, another young guy, right? Dave Dorn or all these other guys that have done had done it in the MAC and then you know moved on. You have the Power 5 coach who's just been fired or let go or got you know, you know something along those lines that, you know, obviously those are Charlie Strong's and Les Miles, and there's, I'm sure there's going to be some more. You have the Power Five coach who's maybe been into school too long. I think I heard Steve Logan talk about that as well, where, you know, obviously you're out of school nine, ten years, you lose the excitement a little bit no matter what your level of success. Maybe you don't get along with one of the big money boosters, I'll use Mike Gundy, for example. As there's been a lot of riffs with him and T Boone Pickens, their biggest their biggest donor. And so there's, you know, those kind of and there's been rumors of him looking for a job, looking for a change. And he built Oklahoma State for nothing. Or less Miles did, I mean, but Mike Gundy has sustained that really well over a, a long period of time. And then you have I've never been head coach, but I'm a assistant at a power 5 school. So you're Kirby Smart's and your Jimbo Fisher's. Which one of those four categories do you want, do you like the most?
1: I like, I like the good coaches that get fired.
0: Yeah. Cuz
1: they I don't know. They the, the key there is they're a good coach. Bad situation, maybe. mm mm-hmm. um, But they got fired, so, and they probably don't want to get fired again. So they're going to look to change. And that was my my Les Miles argument, who right. also fits in with your, you know, might just have been there too long and was complacent. Yes. So he's, he's obviously my pick. But...
0: Yeah.
1: I want somebody who... I mean, like we could take the shot on that young up and comer. Might not work. If I'm looking at it now we had some consistent years under Tom O'Brien. hmm Made the change. It all went to shit real quick. You can't tell me that you know, you hear the cover bear. Tom O'Brien would have would a conference or he would have won a conference game the year after he yeah. got fired. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah, just yeah. fact. Everybody deal with it. I don't. Yeah. The cover wasn't great. Okay. It wasn't for a lot of the years he was here. There was a consistent, steady, mature mind. And I think that's what we need now to stabilize the program.
0: I think that's fair. I can't say what I would do or what I would like mean obviously I like PJ Fleck I don't think there's a I don't think he's a a guaranteed I think there's guys like you know we missed on Jimbo Fisher because Lee Fowler didn't like him or didn't want to didn't make the call he's like begging for this job
1: Lee Fowler did a lot of things wrong
0: right right so we're not gonna go there he picked Tom O'Brien over Jimbo Fisher okay right hold on hold on if
1: you want to cry we could have had Jimbo and Calipari uh yeah I know (laughs) at the same time I'm so sad think of that okay (laughs) <laughs> back oh, to God. back to regular scheduling programming <laughs> or blah,
0: blah. all right uh yeah okay i'm now crying a little bit um <laughs> but there's a guy out there runs a po- prolific offense has put up huge numbers against our rival but he hasn't been a head coach before i'm talking about lincoln riley who's the offensive coordinator at Oklahoma, former offensive coordinator at ECU, who I will forever love, at least a little bit, for putting 70 on Carolina <laughs> in Chapel Hill and just dismantling them. Of course, they did to us too, but not 70. So, I mean, if you're wanting excitement, if somebody's out there and saying, I don't want a Les Miles, I don't want a Charlie Strong, or a PJ Fleck. That person has got to be okay with a, a Lincoln Riley or a, a somebody like that. But I think that's a lot riskier, obviously.
1: Yeah, I don't think Auckland's we could Lincoln Riley, though.
0: Well, we could definitely get I, Lincoln I don't, Riley.
1: I think he wants to stay in that area.
0: Uh, I don't think so. I think he would come to this job.
1: Where did he go to school at? It was one of the Texas schools, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, I think he's a Texas guy. But they said the same thing about Chad Morris, and he's been trying to get jobs all over the place.
1: Yeah, which I still think would have been a good hire.
0: Absolutely. I mean, he's proven it now. SMU's getting better.
1: I tried was... to say that earlier in the year, and you shot me down.
0: I did. I did. I was it was the one time I was been wrong. <laughs>
1: no, <laughs> that, that SMU, you want talk about taking a shitty situation and trying to make it respectable? Yeah, Man, they were trash. They're still not up, they're great, good. but I mean, there's been there's been improvement.
0: Uh, Let me see what they are right now. They're five and six. In, so uh, wh-
1: what's yes. our record again? Five and six. Five
0: and six. Oh <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> what were they last year? I mean, this is like, I, I'd be okay with one of those kind of guys. Yeah, they were too intense. So they're getting better.
1: That's a, that's a marked, I mean, noticeable that's a, improvement.
0: That's an improvement in two years. Yeah. yeah, absolutely.
1: Which, okay, Dave did that too, right? Yeah. What's he done since? Yeah. So.
0: Hey, he beat Houston too. How about that? Yeah. I forgot about that. And ECU this year, at ECU. Oh,
1: uh, you know who couldn't do that? <laughs> mm. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. All right. Can we end this?
0: Yeah, or just talking around at some point. It's just frustrating. Everybody's frustrated. I don't know what's going to happen. I, I understand you give them the fifth year. I don't support that.
1: See, I don't support it, but I'm not going to just flip out if they do. I'm just really going to have an I, I don't care and I don't expect anything going to outlook,
0: and which is I don't really think... hard
1: to get excited about.
0: And I don't think you want that for your program or your, your fan base. No. And I don't want to be there, but I'm getting there. I'm really close to just like, yeah, whatever. You know, oh, We left at halftime and then went back in and I was like, yeah, I'll go back in. Why not? It was too nice. <laughs> and I, a lot of people felt like that. You can listen to, if you're listening to the crowd, walking out of the game, everybody's just like, "Yeah. No, we lost again." That's not a good place to be. No. That's not where I want to be. So, I'm rolling the dice. Give me somebody else. Give me something exciting, something give me some hope. Or you know, I want to see a fire under Dave Dorn's ass, right? I want to see something that says, "All right, he cares." And he's pissed and he wants to get better. And he's not firing his offensive coordinator again for no reason. All right, just something, right? I, I don't know. I don't even know. We got Carolina this week that could beat us by 50. <laughs> Mitch Trubisky is going to be uh, apparently a top five draft pick at this point.
1: I think he's the next Brady, is what I'm hearing. So,
0: Like, unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah.
1: The, the spreads aren't aren't promising that I've seen either. So. Yeah, Carolina's favored by ten. Uh, it's gone up, I believe. Oh, uh, not I, enough. I think it, it opened at ten. I know Bavada's got it at eleven and a half now, but I think like an average is around twelve. So. Yeah. Uh, they know what's going on.
0: <laughs> yeah. It just, I don't know. I, we wasted wasted Matt Day's his thousand yards. Congratulations, it, Matt, yeah. congratulations to Matt Days. Well deserved. I'm a big Matt Days fan. I want to see him in the NFL. But man, without him, what else? What else we got? Yeah. I mean, it's just been ugly. I don't know. I I expect we'll come out and play fine against Carolina but I think they're better than we are. I would like him to win. If he's going to save his job, I would like him to win. Or if he's going to keep his job for 50, years, at least beat Carolina, so I have something to hang my hat on. If he gets blown out about Carolina, then I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to feel.
1: Yeah. I got yeah. one more Thing to say that wasn't planned that just just happened to to come up now. What is almost you know every school in the country? What are they excited about right now? What sport?
0: Basketball. Oh, uh, football. Football.
1: Okay. Yeah. Bowl season's coming up. It's coming to the end. Yeah. As we were recording, I get the little you know pop up in the side of the screen where I got my the hashtag statement email about state athletics. There's talk of cross country, women's soccer, women's golf, wrestling, volleyball, gymnastics. Let's see, what else? Basketball, men's and women's, season tickets for baseball. Not one mention of the football program. I mean, that's not good. <laughs> Why would you mention it? Yeah. That's not good. You should be it isn't. talking about, you should be worried about, you know, coordinating, you know, bowl trips and all rivalry game coming. We play Carolina this week and it wasn't even mentioned. That's awful. That's, that's not good. That's all that. That's, I mean, I'm done. I'm not talking anymore.
0: I saw somebody tweeted at us. Maybe it was you. It said Debbie Al should be the AD for all non-revenue sports. And let's bring in somebody else who actually cares about football and basketball. I'm like, oh, it's not a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. I just, I don't know. I'm just at that. I'm at that weird place. I think everybody else is. I just want some excitement. I want something, something positive to hang my hat on. I don't want to be five and seven in year four and think that's okay. Yeah. So, all right, we're we're going round and round here. Basketball lost to Creighton, beat St. Joe's. We haven't really seen this team yet, so really not a whole lot to talk about, I don't think.
1: There's not a lot to talk about, but I don't care who your team is. You don't give up 112 points. To Creighton. Yeah. They'll no top 25, I guess, but no, never. And there's no <laughs> yeah. excuse for that, man. But it, they're young. Let's move on. The, the rest of the team will be there later. So
0: Yeah, yeah. I saw something that said Creighton played. Somebody said Creighton played too fast for us. Really? Creighton played too fast for us? <laughs> if that's the case, what is Carolina going to do to us? Yeah. Right? I mean, I think that's nonsense. I think Godfrey just doesn't know how to coach defense. But
1: no, he's yet to show that. But hey, we'll yeah. have pretty much most of next week to talk basketball because our last game is Friday. So <laughs> shows my yeah. confidence level.
0: Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm forgetting something, but it can probably wait.
1: I do have a... Uh, remember to bring the recorder out at the tailgate and have a oh, yeah. kind of long, drunken conversation with a group. Uh, I'll throw on at the end here. I'm not going to edit it, so I'm warning you. If there's children, you should probably just not... long. Don't let them listen. I don't know why I had so much <laughs> trouble getting that out, but... <laughs> So I'll put that on. Enjoy that, I guess. That's all I got.
0: Yeah, I think that's a general feeling for. I think that group conversation sums it up pretty well. Yeah. But all right, that's all I got. Another exciting edition of the Red and White podcast, as always.
1: Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Talk to you next. All week. right, go back. Go back. Hey, guys, I'm going in now and editing the conversation from the tailgate. And if you were out there, the cold front was moving in. The wind was picking up pretty hard, so there's a lot of noise. I'm trying to cut and paste a little bit of it, but it still sounds pretty rough. However, if you can deal with the wind, there's some uh, pretty pretty good drunken banter. So enjoy. Cheers. (laughs) Hey, this is Dustin coming at you with Adam from the tailgate lot. Adam's gotta start. 4000 PNC live. I love Adam's ad. And we're gonna we're gonna get your opinion on the season so far. How do you how do you think about that?
2: So so <laughs> the, the way the way the way Doran is gonna spin it okay. is he's gonna say, look, I was two plays away from having a great season, Hemp's kick. And that's what he's gonna be referring to. But no, no, that is not what this season Tell this me what we're going and ECU and then beat. Clemson oh, add a no. kick and then beat Florida State X. A, a
1: conversation between what, and Alex What's gonna and... happen?
2: What's gonna happen? I
1: just would've felt like that at that
2: point we would have been on our way up. But now I feel like we're on our way down. That's that's really what it comes down to. So we would have been a smooth. No, you're one. talking about if we won one of the no, if we would have been all, we would have won all four of I'm just talking about days. if we beat ECU and beat Boston College and then still lost on some bullshit. Nope. If we would have won here. all four of them, let's talk about a half. We oh, well, then days. we're talking about national championship. I mean, uh, are we really talking well, about national championship? Yeah. <laughs> are we really <laughs> NC State in a national <laughs> yeah. championship conversation? No. It's not 1983, guys. Let's, I mean, I've got, a, I've got a mini bottle of Jim Beam right here that I'll tell you half of that at least. I mean, I feel like if you're going to tell me we were going to win a national championship, let's talk about it. <laughs> Your podcast recorder looks like a, a vapor. Like, oh, is can I, a recorder, homie. No, can I vape out of that? Is <laughs> that a strawberry <laughs> flavor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or. Hey, kiwi, homie. Kiwi, kiwi strawberry, man. I mean, I'm a gentle soul.
1: So, 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 what are your thoughts on it, man?
2: We'll like it, everybody. Yeah,
1: Will, what, what do you think about it, bud?
2: Listen, last year. Dave Huxtable, is that his first name? Should have been fired. I think. You and I Memphis agree. You and I have agreed with that firsthand. That has not happened, and we've lost Matt Canada. Can Does
1: everyone here agree with the Matt Canada fire, or was that a bad? No, one? no, it was, no. A, it, was a it was a horrible fire. It was a horrible fire. He
2: was being looked at by Tennessee to come be their offensive coordinator. Yep. I mean, that's a step up. Like, what, and we <laughs> fire the fucking out? <laughs> like, are you shitting me? Like, what is that?
1: Guys, shit, right? yeah. He turned down a lot of money. He turned a lot of money to stay here over Tennessee because he liked Raleigh. That's the Mississippi State shit. If you're good enough for the SEC, you're you fucking definitely good enough for NCC. So State how right? bad is the
2: chemistry inside the quote-unquote locker room if Matt Cannon can turn that shit down and go to fucking Pittsburgh. He's tearing it up at Pitt. No, but to go oh, to Pittsburgh. Oh, oh, he's just upset at number whatever
1: Clemson. Clemson. Yeah.
2: Now let's be honest with us. <laughs> for Pitt,
1: team.
2: are we all? Do we all agree that that Pitt would be a lateral move for somebody like Matt Canada? Yeah. No, that would. I feel like that would be a step up for Matt Canada. Pitts won national titles. Yeah.
1: They won a national title. I don't one. Know how
2: long ago it was, it. was. we yeah. not done that?
1: That's one more. Like thing. when? When have we won the ACC? What, 79? Is yeah. that it? Yeah, late that 70s. Late 70s. Okay, so so going on the, the offensive coordinator side, is it is it the O.C.'s fault or is it the head coach's fault? Because Matt Canada's tearing it up at Pitt. They've not scored below 30 points. I blame Dave is. Dorn for the EC loss solely. Is it the kicker's fault or the coach's fault? No, it's the Coach's fault. fault for not having a kicker.
2: Coach's fault. Coach's fault, one hundred percent. You a, cannot one hundred percent blame a
1: kicker for our losses. If, be, be, if be Clemson, we beat, if we beat Clemson, would, would, be would we have up, lost right? to Louisville and Boston College, or did Clemson loss kind of take us out of both those? That was would, a hard uh, fault loss. We yeah, would, but did that hurt them? We, we I, would that, not. We would yeah.
2: not have lost to Boston College yeah. if we had beat Clemson. I think Louisville still
1: wins, but. Martin no, college, no, we no, Louisville's no no a doubt. given. Like, we, we would have yeah. gotten
2: murdered by them, period. Well, we say that, but what did Houston do to Louisville last night? Like, I Houston's, just say different, different thing about Houston's defense is legit. What I want to see is a coach that after we have a hard-fought game against Clemson, that he's able to use that that hard-fought game to inspire his players to come through and start whooping ass, saying, hey, guys. You guys were really close to beating this game. And that's that's a team that win national championship last year. You should be damn proud of yourself. Damn, let's, I'm motivated right now. I mean, yeah, let's I mean, go right. right. I mean, let me go out on the field right now. I'll catch thirty-five balls. Let's, let's hey, go. Man. Let's go out here and win and win the next one because we can, because we should, because we're supposed to.
1: You know, but that's not what happened. So it is is a good coach one that turns that into a positive? Like, is, is that's where I draw the line? Like, you need to be able to take a, a tough loss like that. and and make it into a positive for your team. And that's my problem with him.
2: Yeah. I mean, all I heard was excuses. I mean, he said, you know, something about, you know, we we were one play away from, you know, painting a masterpiece today. It's like – Always one play away. You know, looking back, I was upset after that game, after missing that kick. But at the same time, it's like, like, you know what, I'm really proud of my boys today. You know, they came out there, they fought hard. We played the, you know, the runner-up to the national championship last year. I think it's a big step up for our program. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: He skeeted, folks. He skeeted.
2: Yeah. are <laughs> <laughs> jacking us off. But then, That's all you're doing. But no, you, but no, you inspire the players. Inspire There's the players you. to come out and, and really? tell them that they are worthy of that win and that they are worthy of every win they're having. How are they worthy of a win when they... Didn't get it? But then the next week we come out and just get our fucking ass whooped. I mean, how are they worthy of a win when they didn't get it? And then they come back behind that.
0: It'd be a different game if we catch that. So, I'm getting blaming it on his it's, players.
2: It's true, but you Blimey. recruited the receivers. Blimey. And You know what? This is what blows my mind. How do we have?
0: <laughs> how do we have
2: as many NFL quarterbacks as we do and not ever, ever have a fucking wide receiver? I mean, hold on, is that not, that back, back up. We had, we anymore. had wide receivers. We had Torero. We had all these wide receivers. Hold up, hold up, back up. <laughs> hang on. Hang but you back it down, and you gotta be. Honest. Alex Williams, Tony Lawless, both of You gotta up, folks. be honest with yourself. Diapers when Tory holds. Oh, hey. come on now! You are James, got it. Thousand yards. The streak is over. That's hey. great. That's wonderful. That's grand. Hey, but so right. let's be all fucking honest. Hey. We it. hosted two hurricanes this year. Yeah, we did. Bye. Like you got to, as a wide receiver, you got to <laughs> own up to what you're Either Either you hit your yards, you catch your catches, or you don't. And if you don't, you're not entitled to fucking shit.
1: I'm
2: happy for it. I'm happy for it. All right, so... Debbie
1: L's not going to fire Dave Doran. More than no, likely not. That nope. Because Debbie's leaving soon. She don't want to go through the hassle. So what's going to happen? Dustin, this is your opinion. She needs
2: to retire and get, and go ahead and speed up this process so the next guy can come in and choose his or her. I, I
1: agree. We're, we're, we have a lame duck AD situation ask what's happened or what I think is going to happen. We're going to have, you, you've gonna got have another year of mediocrity. You've got exa- accepting We're going to have the
2: rest of my life mediocrity that's, the, that's the way, way I'm looking point. at it right now. Point. I'm
0: there. Are,
2: are we, we always going to sit here and be six and six? And why are we yes, cheating more? God damn it. Let's steal some playbooks or something. <laughs> Jesus Christ. go <laughs> did it. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. That's us and we're out. <laughs>